Blog Talk Radio.
everybody, it's your girl Lavina Lai here with you guys on ND Fire Radio, hosted by Nakia, playing only the hottest music, and of course, me. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on ND Fire with your girl Nakia. What you just heard, or who you just heard, was the lovely and talented Lavina Lai with your song off of her sophomore EP entitled More of Me. I hope you like that. I love it. Lavina Lai was on the show. Let me think. Let me think. Let me go back to, I don't know, go to all the, um, our platforms that we play back on, you know, Spotify, iTunes, um, where else? Uh, Spreaker, YouTube, Stitcher, all of those. Just look for Lavina Lai. About two weeks ago, she was here. Maybe it was last Tuesday. I think it was last Tuesday. It was. It was last Tuesday. She was here the 29th. Yes, um, we got to talk to her about um, that track entitled Your Song, um, True Life Story. Uh, <laughs> she gives you details as to, you know, the basis of that song, where it um, came from, where she took you to on that ride with her uh, in the creation of that song. So, again, Your Song, available on all digital sites. And you can catch the visuals on YouTube. All right? My guest this evening, I'm, I'm waiting on my guest this evening. So in the meantime, we're going to do a little housework around here. Let you know that on this Saturday, as I mentioned in the last show, the month of November and December, because we are booked until the middle of January, we have so many people on the waiting list, uh, I felt kind of bad, and we opened Saturdays back up. So the month of November and December, we will have several shows on Saturdays. So this Saturday, 7 p.m., all right, remember, 7 on Saturdays, all right, 6.30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 on Saturdays. So 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here this Saturday, the 9th, we will have Dream Wake Work published author J.A. Butler here. And I know you guys are probably thinking Dream Wake Work, what? I heard of them. Exactly. That's our girl, Sarah. Uh, We've had the opportunity to have almost all of her authors on the show this year. I think maybe there's one or two more that we have to get on. We will have one on next month, so that leaves one or maybe one or two. Um, Either way, we've had uh, a lot of her authors on the show. And so um, with that being said, I'm going to fast forward a little bit, go to December, the end of December, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here. We will host the second annual Indie Fire Radio Award Show. We are having to add two additional categories uh, due to the fact that we had so many authors on the show this year. Like, they don't fall in any other category. You know, they can't be the best R&B female singer. They can't be the album of the year. So we had to have or add two literary categories. Um, so I'm super excited. I actually did get the opportunity to sit down um, with two of my people last night and or this morning, I should say, and go over um, the names that we have thus far. This is a very tedious process. The month of November will be crazy trying to, you know, get everybody uh, where we need them to be. Like last month was, I'm sorry, last year was a lot easier because I actually had, you know, somebody to help me. So this year I'm, I'm, we're going to utilize the public. And uh, when it comes down to nominations and uh, we will give you the nominations or the nominees and then um, by public opinion and by, you know, 
um, the guests actually reaching out to their fan base or their listening audience, you know, or, or their readers um, or people that they work with, you know, for the entrepreneurs. Um, and that's how we are going to decide um, our winners this year. All right. And so we're having to do everything a little, you know, a little earlier this year. Last year was something that just kind of on a whim, you know, Rich and I were talking about it. Shout out to Rich Tarrett, uh, my boy holding it down for uh, Global Money World in Detroit. Um, it was something that we just, it, it just was a whim. Like I said, last year we were talking about different artists who promoted the hell out of their shows. I'm talking about before, you know, we can't do a lot of promoting um, as much as I would like to because I have guests on every Tuesday and Thursday. It's not fair to anyone else. You know, I try to make sure everybody gets their three days, um, but it's not fair to them. Like if I'm promoting you and your, your show's not until December, you know what I mean? So we had this one artist who promoted his show and, and another Another artist, shout out to you, Billy Lee, um, and uh, GMB Merck. Yeah, shout out to you also. Um, these two promoted they shows like crazy, like two months. Think they were promoting their shows, and so he's like, yeah, you know, at the end of the year, you know, we're gonna have to have like a special award for who promoted their show the most, right? And then we started noticing different things on shows, like you know, wow, this show is so inspiring, or wow. You know, this this show is like the most comical we have had. You know what I mean? And so we decided, you know, hey, we're going to do this Andy Fire Radio Awards show. See how that works out. And it it worked out. (laughs) It worked out, you know, considering you're doing an award show um, online, you know, it worked out. And so this year I want to get everything um, in order a lot sooner than we did last year so that my winners or our winners can have their trophies prior to the show, all right? So um, with that being said, I, I fast-forwarded to December because I was talking about the, the author. But, um, again, December 28th, 7 to hopefully we can cut back the time by 30 minutes this year. So 7 to 9.30 p.m., hopefully 9, 9 o'clock. Either way, Saturday, December 28th, the second annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Super, super, super excited. Now, next year, we're going to be in the building. We're already looking at that, right? So we're going to be in the building next year, and I want my winners from year one and year two to come back and be able to present awards to um, our third annual award winners. You guys excited? I'm excited for 2020. I really am. I'm excited. I'm going to be turning – never mind, never mind. I got a birthday coming up in January, you know. <laughs> So, and I have my huge trip to Costa Rica. I'm still looking for that person to go with me. Uh, I don't care. You could be a female. It doesn't matter. Uh, get your own room, your space or whatever. But I'm just saying I, I would like to go with someone else, you know, to experience um, the beautiful black sand beaches of Costa Rica. Um, just with someone, give that person the opportunity to do something, you know, out of the norm for them. Um, I know how much it's going to mean to me and how special it is, you know, me for me to be there for this birthday so I'm super excited super excited we probably will not have the birthday show because I'll be gone you know what we can do it for oh we can do it for 
supposed to look, guys, I got my my brain is running, it's running fast, running fast. All right, let me let me pull it back in. Let me pull it back in. Tuesday, next Tuesday, six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time, right here. We will have songwriter and rapper Ray John. Hope I'm saying your name right, sweetie. Um, it's probably Reagan. I bet it's Reagan. Somebody bet me, but I bet it's Reagan. Uh, on again, that's Tuesday the twelfth. And then on Thursday the fourteenth, we will have the uh, I wanna say he's like the manager. I know he's like the musical arranger. Um, he plays like 10 different instruments. He's a keyboardist um, for jazz band, um, Des Zion Jazz Band out of someplace in Connecticut. Uh, don't worry, he will, he'll, he'll get me up to speed on all of that. But I'm um, Sorrell Lamont Williams will be here on next Thursday, the 14th. Guys, if you get the opportunity, um, Sorrell has a show on Facebook that comes on every Monday and Friday, I think it is, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Love on Live. I'm bringing this up because this this next, next Saturday, the 16th, in Waterbury, Connecticut, they're doing a um, sip and paint. And the music is being rendered by the Cezanne Jazz Band. And so he decided he wanted to give away, you know, a ticket to go uh, for someone to be able to go to the sip and paint on next Saturday. Well, I'm going to announce my ticket tomorrow. I'm giving another person the opportunity to be able to go. Tickets are $40, and they still are available. Um, this is put on by the Art of Yum and um, Glorious Creations by Lena. I want to say that's the name of it. Uh, don't quote me. I'll be posting, but don't don't quote me on But I want to say it's the Art of Yum. They're providing the food and then Glorious Creations um, by Lena B. Um, she'll be in charge of all of the, you know, the artwork itself and the painting. And you're painting on um, wine glasses. You know, I would sit right there, right there, right? I probably wouldn't get any painting done because I'd be sipping the wine. Either way, I'll go ahead and announce now, um, since tomorrow's Friday, the way that you can win uh, my ticket to – uh, go to see Says Zion Jazz Band in Waterbury, Connecticut. You know, if you're in the area, um, it would be perfect, you know, on Friday night. I'm sorry, it's a Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday the 16th. So Saturday night, um, and you want to win your ticket and then, you know, purchase a ticket for, I don't know, your significant other and you two go together, that would be really nice. Um, but what you have to do is you have to subscribe to um, Indie Fire on one of its many platforms. Right? So there's iTunes, there's Spotify, there's Spreaker, there's TuneIn, there's Stitcher, there's CastBox, there's Player FM, there's Amazon, there's something I missed. And right here, Blog Talk Radio Network. Right? So you, first, you have to subscribe to one of the platforms. And secondly, you have to subscribe to one of the social media platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at IndieFire, on all of those. Right? Third, on the night that Sorrell will be here, which is next Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they'll, there will be a question asked, all right? And I'll let you know this is the question. That's all I'm going to say. This is the question, okay? And so um, you have to provide the answer to that question. You get all three, your name goes into the drawing. I'm, I'm talking like your name goes into the drawing Thursday night. Um, Friday morning at the latest because I want to be able to announce the winner on Friday because the event is that Saturday. And again, it will, um, you do not need to be present with me to win, but it would help if you're in, you know, the Connecticut, um, Jersey, New York area um, so that you do not have that long distance drive from, say, Florida if you win the ticket. All right, so be mindful of that. Again, it is in Connecticut. 
uh, awesome event, um, awesome time for you to be able to listen to says Zion Jazz Band. I can't wait to play their music for you guys next Thursday. I fell in love with, I like jazz, but I fell in love um, with them because, <laughs> I don't know, I, I just did. I did. I fell in love with a lot of artists um, and their music. I'll say that. Let me clear that up. I don't you think I fall in love with a lot of people. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, so that is next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on next Saturday, so excited about this um, show as well. Hopefully I'll, I'll get my samples in before then so I can talk to you guys about them. But I want you to support this gentleman, Sean Wilson, especially if you're in the New York area. And if not, he can ship your Coquito to you, all right? He is the founder of Coco Vida Coquito. He will be here next Saturday, the 16th, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So crazy excited to have him here. Um, the rapport between the two of us has been hilarious. So I can't wait to just chop it up with him and talk to him about, you know, um, the idea behind uh, this Coquito because uh, that's something that, you know, I can't wait for the holiday season. It's like November the 1st, I'm ready for Coquito until the middle of January. Right. <laughs> I'm ready for it. You know, but being where I am now, like, I can't get it. Like, I can get it back home. So um, I'm, I'm excited to have him on the show, and I can't wait to sample. I'm talking, like, all the flavors that he has. And he also just, I, I saw the other day, like, if you're worried about, you know, the dairy that's in it or whatever, vegan, um, soy-free, um, Something else and something else. I just got excited because, you know, I'm a pescatarian, so I, I don't really do anything that's, that's dairy and, and so uh, anymore. And so I <laughs> was super excited when I saw that. So um, hopefully I'll get my samples sometime this week, and I can tell you guys all about Coco Vida Coquito uh, on next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't want to talk your head off. Well, I got you here. Let me give you some more music. All right? This right here is Michelle Alexander with Stay Boy.
And what it is is you so shabby Come on over and confess I'm down like I told you Come over, come over, come over Baby, come over, come over, come over Baby, come over, come over, come over And put some time in Baby, come over, come over, come over Baby, come over, come over, come over Baby, come over, come over, come over And put some time about right don't quote me on it just go 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 follow her all right um she's on instagram and uh <laughs> instagram twitter uh facebook michelle alexander all right two l's two l's of michelle um if you're just tuning in you're live right here on indie fire with your girl nikia and we're going to just keep this moving i'm not really sure where my guest is this evening um hopefully there's nothing wrong um but we're just gonna gonna keep this moving let me see what i got to give you Cause I know you guys don't want to hear me talk, cause you know how I do. I I can, I can talk, I can talk. Yeah, let's let's play a little bit of. Uh, hmm, I wanted to play all females tonight. You guys need to come up with some more music. You know what? Hold on, I got a cola. I got a cola. Hello. Hey. How are you? What's going on? I am fine. It's been a day. It's been a week. <laughs> you know, you know, no, no, this isn't. This isn't my guest, guys. I again, I apologize. I do not know where my guest is this evening, no. but um, Mm-mm. it's always a, a privilege and an honor to uh, be able to chop it up with my business bestie. This is Susie Newton. How you been? I ain't talking to you like six months. Yeah, lying. It's been a minute. It's been yeah, a minute. Like every, every day. Like four, six, and ten times a day, and then you don't hear from them for like thirty months. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. right for real. So it happens, and then you send like one hundred and eighty-nine text messages. Like, what's going Man. on? All right? How you feeling? How school? Man, it's been it's been whoo. That, that you know, I can yeah. do school right. You know what I'm saying? But um, right. But I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting until the 14th of December. This madness will be over with, and I feel like I can really exhale. Um, hopefully, I will make Good. it to the 14th of December because I feel like every day 
like um, my son, my oldest one, who's deployed, posted something earlier today on Facebook, and he was like, he, he says, you know what, sometimes you just got to walk away and say, I'm done yeah. and be done. And I was like, you know what, I've been trying to do that for the longest with you kids, but you keep coming back. Absolutely. you kids, cut it out. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean us. No, I was talking about that, Mama. Right. No. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this or not, but since I have somebody on the show to go back and forth with it about it, on yesterday, right. um, there was an article that came out, and and I wasn't going to say anything about it. You know, I figured it'll it'll spread around social media, um, but I saw it when it first came out, and okay. Ti, Ti was on a podcast. And um, the podcast is entitled Ladies Like Us, right? It's hosted mm-hmm. by Nadine Mandy, which is um, Miguel's wife, and Nadia Moham. Right, so on the show, I don't even know where the question came from or how the topic even came up. But he was talking about, you know, he has a lot of kids, seven or eight, um, three with his wife. But, you know, in the both of them, they had, you know, a blended family with kids that they had prior to. Right, so right. he has a daughter mm-hmm. that's 18. And mm-hmm. she's a freshman in college. But he was talking about how he takes his 18-year-old daughter to her gynecologist appointment every year to make sure that she's still a virgin. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, again, I don't know where the question that's well, how that question came up, um, or you know what what led up to him talking about it, but he was saying you know he remembers going to an appointment. She was uh, I think he said probably like her 16th birthday, and um, you know they had the party. She opened up her gifts and everything. He stuck a little sticky note on her door like you know gyno appointment 9:30 in the morning. All right, so they get to the appointment and um, you know he's. He's, I'm just here to make sure that her hymen is still intact. All right. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he's telling. This is what he's talking about on this show yesterday. And so. Right. right. Um, or the, sh- the show actually might have been Tuesday. And so, when he took her for her for her 18th, you know, now she's 18. Um, you're really you you just the parent that sit over there in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like that hurt me to my heart when my boys turned 18. Like. I couldn't be in the office with them. But I, you want me to take you, but I, you know, everything is confidential now. You know what I'm saying? And it that that right, shit happens right, right. like overnight. It happens overnight. Like they're 17 one minute, and then they roll over to 18, and then bam, you don't have no you don't have no say so at all. You know, and I, I was crying, right. and so I was I was ready for it with my daughter, but you know, she's mommy's girl, and so she expects me to be there for every single thing, and I love that, but. You know, him being the father, you know, the doctor's office was saying, hey, you know, she's 18 now. You got to sign this paperwork or she has to sign this paperwork that gives you consent. Like the doctor's trying to, you know, tiptoe around it. And he looked at the daughter and was like, you know what, in other words, you know, you turn 18, you're legally, you're an adult. I don't have to come with you to these appointments, but I am. Um, So you need to just sign this paperwork and let the doctor know that it's okay for him to discuss everything he talks to you about in my presence. And so... Mm -hmm. Sign the, you know, sign the papers, whatever. And so he was saying that um, the doctor tried to tell him some bullshit, like, you know, she can, um, her hymen can tear from riding a horse, you know, from playing um, extreme sports. Um, 
from <laughs> something else. It was like three or four different things. And so his response to the doctor was, you know, well, she doesn't ride horses. Um, I drive her everywhere. Seven I love it. Sports. So, you know, he had a rebuttal for each one of those scenarios. Well, apparently um, a lot of people, and, and luckily I haven't seen anybody talking about it, but a lot of people had a lot to say about how this, this episode went down. And so as a result, um, they have had to um, take the podcast down. I mean, that episode, they took that really? episode down. Because, I mean, listening to how they responded, um, again, maybe it was a question that they didn't ask. I'm sure that that wasn't the question. But I think he just went far left with his answer. And so they were taken, you know, they were taken off guard. Like, oh, how do you, oh, you know, how do I respond you know, and so the way that they respond, of course, the general public, you know, ate them up because that's not the way that you should have responded. You should have nipped that episode in the bud, like, pretty quickly. Like, because he's talking about stuff that I feel like, and, and I, I don't know, I don't know the premise behind the show, you know, again, it's called Ladies with Us, but um, they want their listening audience to know that, you know, they support women's, women's rights and what is right for, you know, the woman, the decisions that the woman is supposed to make, um, they support that, you know, that, that nobody should have control over your body. And so they, especially at 18, you know what I'm saying? And so they wanted their listening audience to know, you know, we don't, we don't support, you know, how the episode went yesterday or the day before yesterday. And so that's why they chose to remove it. But also Planned Parenthood decided that they wanted to weigh in on um, this debate, and to also let people know that um, there, this is what they tweeted uh, yesterday. It says some people okay. just naturally have hymen that are more open, and many other activities besides sex can stretch your hymen, like riding a bike, doing sports, or putting something in your vagina, <laughs> like a finger <laughs> or a tampon. <laughs> Once your hymen yeah. is open, it can't grow back. You know, so he didn't want to hear the doctor tell him this two years ago that these were, you know, other other ways that this could occur, not just by sex. Um, his his main and I and I get it. You know, you, you want to make sure he wants to make sure that she maintains her virginity. I completely understand, but to put that girl's business out like that for one, right? Two, like I wish to know what led up to that because. I know they just, you know what I'm saying? I know they just did not flat out ask, you know. <laughs> so what did you do for Daisy's birthday yeah. this year? Oh, he went to the gynecologist, you know what I'm saying? So um, I wanted to talk about that because I, I feel like, I, I don't know. Like, I never had, my father was never really close in my life, so he wasn't really there. You know, he was around, but he wasn't really there. Um, so I, I wouldn't know how to even respond to that. And, like, the same thing with my daughter. I've been divorced for uh, a while, uh, I don't know, like eight or seven years. A while. So uh, that's nothing I would expect her father to do either. You know what I'm saying? But right. Um, like as as a as a dad, like I I don't know. I would just go, especially when the mom is in the picture and the stepmom is in the picture. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure she's cool with it because he does it every year. You know, but right. I just felt like um, just to talk about it so liberally, 
It wasn't the, she wasn't there talking about it with him. He was there talking about it. So I just feel like he shouldn't have put her business out there like that. Um, what do you think? Uh, well, first of all, that was an interesting show. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. Uh, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, I you kind of keep me up abreast to the current whatever's going on in the media world. But I guess that would be something like I grew up in a single parent home, so my hymen was not a concern for my mom. Just going, hey, mom, right. love you. But that wasn't a concern for her. Uh, right. However, comma, I think that whether the whether it was recorded or whatever or not, the fact that he was there, I mean, she chose, she was okay with him being there. I mean, because she made a choice to be like, yeah, dad, come on, or, yeah, you know, give, her the mis- give him permission to be in the room. Um, but as far as the, I can only, in my mind, I'm all, all, in my mind, I'm just like, well, first, damn it, I mean, he's a parent. They already have a reality show. Let's just throw that out there, right? So it's a family hustle. But to get the dialogue going and um, just raising awareness about the hymen, I suppose, I never knew that. I mean, I don't ride horses. Let's just put it that way. Just saying. I don't ride horses. I have ridden bicycles and just going to leave that there. But I, that's never, I don't, that's kind of weird. But here's my thing. When you mentioned the first thing I was thinking of, I can't remember who the person was. Anybody can Google it and and find um, the episode. But I think it wasn't on Ron's house. It was some, not Ron's house. Um, It was on some show. Doggone it. And they they had these, um, I think it was like preacher couples that came out. And this guy, or dad rather, he had um, a certificate that that her daughter's that his daughter's, I'm sorry, his daughter's hymen was intact. Somebody done seen this. Whoever played his back, look it up and, you know, holler at us. But he had a certificate because he had it proven, you know, went to the doctor with his daughter, had permission, for, you know, to be in there with his daughter, from his daughter, the doctor, whatever. This man, father, had a certificate to say, my daughter is coochie is tight. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing bouncing around. Stomping around, plugging around, up in there. I'm just saying. Now, I was concerned. I mean, when I seen it, I was like, okay. But as a as a as a once was step parent, when put it that way, I was incredibly concerned just because, you know, I'm an adult. I know what I I know what I was doing as a teenager, and I know what I was not doing as a teenager. However, comma, I know that once I started having sex and I enjoyed the sensation of having something inserted in me that was real. Just saying, I ain't never been a fan of tampons. Just gonna throw that out there. When my stepdaughter um, started using tampons, I was like, uh, "What? Um, help? Um, hey, you know, talk it over to my husband at the time. You keep, you should, y'all all right with her? You, you sure you wanna, you know, because you wanna be cognizant, I suppose, of what it is that you're introducing to your child anyway." So I can only right. imagine. I said all that to say this. I can only imagine up even up until her 18th birthday, he's had you know. Of course, he's had some type of involvement in her life as far as communication and whatnot, whatever, what have you. But um, that whole my assumption. I'm just gonna throw it out here. My assumption is for anyone that's talking about, I don't doctors, 
believe me, I know y'all got a degree. Don't get it twisted. I ain't crazy. However, comma, riding a horse, going to do what to your hymen? I'm, stop that. Cut it out. <laughs> like, really? Like, whose who's uterus, cervix is just, you know, bouncing like that? I, I can't. I, I can't do this with you. I'm not going to. I can't even. I just. Like, I can understand, okay, riding a horse, if you're out there, um, at the Kentucky Derby and you're doing like 400 miles an hour on the horse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're exactly. really doing some right. extreme bouncing, but just horseback riding, like... Stop it. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. No, we're not going to do that. Sports, Stop that. Sports, sports, what is she playing? Football? I mean, <laughs> like, football, but we didn't get that rough that I could see that happening. Just... I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a good way to it's a, it's, a, it's a good way to cover it up. I mean, and listen, Ti, if you ever hear this, uh, somebody that know him, a uh, y'all fan of his and know his daughter, or whatever the hell. I mean, I'm just saying, listen, if she having sex, I, you know, that's all her business, you know, or whatever. But as far as the topic of conversation and where my, you know, I'm not disgruntled, but where my uh, opinion is coming from, Hyman. And uh, and, and horseback riding, and riding a bicycle, <laughs> and come on, who gives? I, I had this, I had this miss me nigga side eye thing going on. He only the doctor don't see this, but I'm I'm kind of shooting it to him, you know, retro time. <laughs> had I know, but I'm just you just can't stop that. They come up with the craziest things to justify things, and I guess you know, um, you have parents moving 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 aside from. T.I. and his daughter, but you have parents who are overprotective of their children, who are also abusive, you know, towards their children. And so maybe just to keep the room and the situation safe in those situations, they've come, you know, doctors have come to the conclusion, you know, you got to give some type of safe answer if the child, you know, i.e. the daughter, is okay with the parent being in the room. For safety reasons, you're going to have to explain something that you see but, you know, explain it in a way that makes it medically correct, I guess, so that there's not an issue later at home when no one else is around, even though that I'm still saying, shit, sound crazy. That's all I got. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and that wasn't, even, that wasn't even an issue. It wasn't even like the doctor said, oh, yeah, we found something. No. Right. He, 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 he let it be known that her hymen was still intact. Um, he let that be going on the show, but who comes up with that horseback riding? That's interesting. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know. What sure, are you doing on the that. back of that horse? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What are you doing in the back of the horse? You know, I had a drink. Never mind. Never mind. Like you're Never not mind. So on the uh, top of the saddle. I don't. You must, if you didn't, if you position, instead of being in the saddle itself, that little part that you hold, you know, when you, you put That's your foot in the stirrup and climb on top, unless you got your ass positioned right on that, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't know. You know? People into some strange shit, you know, they in, they into some know? things. You know? You know, I'm trying to go out and try that. <laughs> I cannot. Nope. Not quit. Don't. <laughs> Oh, kids, lady, you trying to figure it out? Stop that! Yeah, no, it's not okay. It out, you know, like I had this. It wasn't even a. Um, I don't know what it was, but 
it was this feeling that came over me, and I was like, you know what? I don't even. I got kids, but I don't even have kids, you know. And and I said it out loud, and as soon as I said it, like you can't take stuff back. No, it, nobody heard it, you know. But right. as soon as I Until said now. it, like I wanted to take it back because that shit don't even. Tell. What do you mean you got kids, but you don't got kids, you know? And so I thought, like you know, there has to be a way for you to. And I think what happened was I read something. Uh, I read something, and this guy wanted to change his age. He was like forty nine, and he wants to go back okay. to like. 23 or 22 or 24 because he says if you can change your sex why can't I change my age so he, he got a valid point he got a valid point so he's going you know he's taking this to court he wants to change his age so I would assume you know his birth date he wants to change his birthday but I thought about that I was like yeah because you know I could go back to like 25 and but then I, I have a 25 year old you know so um, we would just be like we would brothers and sisters because no. I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even claim him as my child you know like he was, and, and that's where the thought just came from so what, what do you think about that would you do that Mm-mm. if that was you know, a, a, a choice you know and I he had a value my age. so so you wouldn't take I, I, stop this I cannot with people this is probably why I would draw from any media outlets like this is extreme. If people can change their sex, I'm gonna change my age. Are you for real right that's now? Because even if, you, even, <laughs> even if you change your sex, that still does not. Even if you change your sex, it does not, in no way, shape, form, or fashion. You are not a man. Will never have. Period. Oh my God! Don't get me started on this video. My sister tagged me in from YouTube. What if men? I had know. Are you for real? Yeah. I was like, cut it out. Seriously? Really? We going to have that conversation? I guess. Yeah, I can't. I won't. I will not. I can't entertain the foolishness of thereof. I just I just can't. But since you asked, I don't know. I, I'm going to oblige you just, just one time. Just <laughs> changing your sex does not, I, I get it. People want to be, I mean, if you're gay, be gay. Right? Got that. Right. However, comma, you were born a boy. Man, girl, that is what you are. Change your sex all you want. You will still be that. Be upset with me. I would. I, I. I love you. Love you. Really do. But the truth of the matter is, you're still what you were born as. Period. You can be 54 and want to be 23. You get your age legally changed to 23. Guess what? Your ass is still 54. I don't care you're what you still say. Still 54. You still 54. We're not doing this. No. How do you explain your wrinkles and your gray hair? Okay, gray hair, that's 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 up in the air. Because I was born gray, gray hair, so it's kind of up them in the air. But, still you know, get old. You, yeah. The bones still going to get old. You change your sex, your hormones still going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> Even if you go from a man to a woman. Just saying, your testosterone still gonna say, still gonna take over. You still gonna have those midlife crisis. You gonna have a midlife crisis crisis to where you want to be with somebody younger, i.e., women who I don't know. I don't. I've never heard of a story. I'm pretty sure there is one. I don't Google stuff like this. I don't research things on this matter because it's not it's not that important to me. However, um, for any woman that has changed her sex to be a man, guess what? 
she still got to deal with the hormonal issues as she gets older and probably got to take more pills because it's not natural. You're still a woman, even though you changed your sex to be a man. You're still a woman. I don't. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Okay. All right, Tammy. Appreciate you. I'm just saying. You know. All right, Scott. All right, Sam. That's all I'm saying, Samantha. Oh, you get all my saying. Like, no. I'm just, it's the truth. It's the truth. I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's Halloween, I guess, all year round now. I think that's what it is. It's, that's what it is. That's, that's, that's most definitely what it is. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with Nakia <laughs> and uh, Susie. You guys, if you follow us on social media, we were talking, you know, last month, I think it was, about this new show that's coming. No, this ain't the new show. We got to get past, you know, school. Both of us are in school. So I'm hoping to be able to start the show like the end of December, the beginning of January. Um, not really going to drop too much information on, um, you know, what the show is going to be about, but you're getting a little bit of it right here. Uh, I do want to, I want to talk about something, Susie, that I've seen a lot of recently. Um, and that's people being confused about the relationship that they're in. People not being what? People being confused about relationships that they're in. What are they confused about? Are they in relationships? Hey, one, let's start me. there. Y'all know me. I, I'm I'm an entertainer. That's what I do. I'm in the entertainment industry, so that's that's you know I never want you to take my personality and get it mixed up with um, who I actually am. Right? For social media, right. you know, I don't want you to ever get the two mixed up ever. And so you know, I'm always bashing men. Always. Now, I'll come over here on the show and talk about my man and how much I love him. But, you know, on social media, I'm always bashing men. Because they got issues. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to live up to them or whether you want to, you know, own up to the fact that you got these issues. You know, um, men got issues. And so I see all of these. Maybe they, they're like self-proclaimed life coaches is what I'm thinking. Um, I don't want to point no fingers or call no names. Uh, but he's a mutual friend of you know, he always got something to say about women. And in a way, he thinks he's empowering women, um, you know, telling them to go and, and, and you know, wake up the man and, you know, you got to be treated this way and got to be treated that way. And uh, and I don't even know how I got off talking about him because that wasn't even my question. Well, people being in, in confused in relationships. And I think one reason is because you have these, quote, unquote, life coaches that are feeding you um, with information that I feel like is uh, personal life experiences. They're not really looking into your life and what is, you know, transpired in your life to get you to where you are now and beyond. You know, they're giving you information about what they, their lives. You know, that's what I think. And this man, he's, he's that way because one post he'll be like, you know, ladies, da 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 for your man, mm-hmm. you know, and then the next post he'll be like, you know what, I want a beautiful, you know, trim woman who can cook and clean, and and then the next post, you know, you're, you want to encourage the woman to, you know, love yourself and, and be yourself, and I'm confused, I'm confused uh, that you're talking <laughs> about relationships this way, because it seems like um, you're not really building up the woman with his low self-esteem when your next post says, you know, I, I want the beautiful woman. Like, he, he he would flat out be like, you know, I don't want no ugly woman. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want no ugly woman. And I feel like that right there is, is that tears people that tears people down. That, you know, this man who's supposed to be a life coach is now saying that's his personal preference. But how am I supposed to get over, you know, the things that are going on in my head and the ideas that, you know, I have conformed about myself when a life coach is saying, you know, you don't want no ugly woman. And here I am looking like, you know, the bottom of the barrel is shit. And so, you know, um, how do people how change do people your perspective? Girl, change your perspective in relationships. Like, are you in or are you out? How how do what? I'm sorry, because I'm like, change your perspective. How do what? Yeah. How do people get confused in relationships? They get confused in relationships about not being open and honest. You know what I'm saying? By not having conversations, um, everything, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. You know, I get that. I, I, I would hope that we all do, but that's not true. So there's a time and a place for everything. Not every conversation needs to be had at that very moment. You do have to wait sometimes and just, you know, but the important part is the important thing to know is that you have to be able to have conversations and be open and honest when you're having whatever conversations you're having. One of the important things when it comes to, um, or should I say another important thing is when it comes to your self-worth, because, you know, there's a lot of self-care going on. I see these algorithms on Facebook and then social media and on Google. I mean, you can see any algorithms pick up every the majority of what's going on, whatever the topic is and whatever's being pushed and pushed and pushed. And so, um oh, Self-care, self-worth was one, and then now the big thing is self-care. Well, I mean, it's all a part of it. You have to, whatever it is, it always starts with yourself. You can't give what you don't have. And just as much as, you know, we as individuals, man or woman, as much as we want to be lifted up, we have to be willing to lift ourselves up, not in a cocky way, but in a confident way, you know, like, of course, we all have, whether it be a day, a moment, an hour, a second to where we feel like whatever, you know, um, we feel like crap. We feel like we look like crap until like, for me, I put my wrap on. I, I have it on now, actually. Like, I don't, I don't go anywhere without it, uh, especially these last six months because it's, it has become my prayer cloth. However, if I don't have it on, especially in the house, which is crazy. And most of the time I'm in the house by myself or when I go to see my brother and his kids, then, okay, you know, I'm in the comfort of my family so I can, you know, take my wrap off. So my hair, I'm saying all this to say this, so my hair, albeit it's gotten, you know, wrong, I have my braids down and I'm funny. I'm really funny about wearing braids, my braids out in public. I'm really funny about wearing my braids around the house. But if I throw on some earrings, I'm like, oh, she cute. Earrings, really? We're going to do this with earrings? Yeah, we're going to do this with earrings. Whatever it takes for me to be like, yeah, you know, in a in a healthy way, for me to be like, yeah, I look good, you know, for me. Even if I got to get dressed because I feel like getting dressed for the day, I ain't going nowhere to the couch, maybe to the corner store, but I done got all the way dressed. I'm going to do that. So it's important. And I believe 
personally, because you asked me, I believe that that's where the confusion come in at because people are not being honest with themselves for one. If you're feeling ugly on whatever day, whatever second, and, you you know, you having that moment, ain't nobody mad at you about that. But know that there is something about you. We all have beautiful attributes. I have <laughs> my first ex-husband, bless his heart, like, for real, like, so for real. His, his Damn. Husband, he said her be, first ex-husband. How many times you been married? Not gonna go. Not gonna do this. This ain't that. It's not that topic. So, well, we gonna we'll talk about that in January. So, so what I want to say is like his face was like his prized possession, and so when he got on his most, you know, one of his most attributes that he just admired about himself the absolute most, and so he got into an accident, and um, uh, I would consider he, that he was being left for dead because of how he was hit with the car or whatever, but it messed his face up. You see what I'm saying? And even through that, you know, he was still him, but I had to, right, but what I had to do, um, I don't even know, what we, I don't even, yeah, so what I had to, yeah, we were married at that time, so what I had to do um, to keep him encouraged, regardless of what, it still let him know, you are still handsome, you know what I'm saying? We all have scars, inside or out, we have them. The one, the scars that I'm more concerned about are the ones we don't see. The ugliness we don't see, you know. So for what it is that, for what it is you can see with your naked eye, it's all vanity, honey. I promise you. I promise you. Change your perspective. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. I'm just saying. Just saying. That's so funny that you mentioned that car accident and his face. My um, car accident was. Five, five years ago, and um, I suffered all of the internal injuries um, from, you know, blood clots to um, broken ribs, you know, dislocations in the neck and shoulder, and I suffered, all of mine was internal, but I had a cousin Mm -hmm. who was also with me in the vehicle, and the visor. And this is something that I just learned this month. Um, no, no, yes, this month. That your visor okay. in your car, you know how you can pull your visor down and you block the yeah. sign, or you could turn it to the left or the right and block the sign. I didn't right, know right. that you could actually pull the visor so that it will lengthen. Like if the sun happens to be just a little further back, you can pull the visor. I never knew that. Been driving 100 years and never knew that. But it made what sense to me. and and. Okay, I'm gonna have a video it and show you. You can pull it back. Yeah. Cause my daughter looked at me. My daughter looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, You ain't know that? No. <laughs> no. But it made complete sense now because my cousin, who was in the passenger seat, um, when at, at some point during the, you know, we hit like several concrete guardrails and cars spun around, you know, a lot of times. And um, that, that metal piece in the, the visor um, was within one inch of taking out her eyeball. She's left with wow. a scar um, that runs from, like, right the, the crack of her eye all the way down her cheek on one side, like the outer part, and then the inside, um, there's, there's a scar as well, and permanent swelling in her face. 
And you know, people people wow. once we got through once we got through everything, you know, a year later, then people thought it was okay to joke, you know. And it was like, Man, I I'm glad it wasn't your face that got messed up because you'd probably be dead by now, wouldn't you? And I thought about it like that shit not funny. But yeah, I would be because I, I feel like mm. um a face my breasts also, but my face is um my best feature. And it's the very first thing that before I open up my mouth, oh, people see. And my cousin has never been that vain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so right, it took yeah. everything that I had in me to be able to pour into her to let her know that, you know, without the scars, you were beautiful. With the scars, it seems like, you know, your face is taking on or taking on um, more aspects now. You know what I'm saying? Like, initially, right, right. that's the very first thing that you saw. But you have grown into the scars, if that even makes sense. You've grown into the scars. Um, right. Yeah. And so um, I, I uh, it's interesting that you brought that up. But, you know, that's how we are in relationships as well. We are so stuck growing into our scars that we never mm. really try to recover from what we've grown mm. into. You know, at some point we have to learn to grow out of what has scarred us. And I think, and I'm, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, you know, it has been a learning process for me um, when you find someone that actually loves you for who you are, all your flaws, um, and, and then opens or gives you the avenue to be able to express yourself in a different way. And, you know, um, it, it, it was hard for me. And it still is to talk about it, you know, especially since I ain't with the nigga no more. Um, but uh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like getting back to the, the original question, um, why people are so confused um, in relationships, especially men, do you feel like what's more important, communication or, or what's the other C word? Damn, drunk too much wine. Communication or trust is one of always here. Oh no no no! Communication or comprehension. Okay. Good. Because one. I can say what I can say all day long, but if you not comprehending what I'm saying, then that shit is in one ear and out the next. So I feel like hmm. comprehension is more important than communication. Because the nigga can hmm. talk out the side of his neck. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's true. Anything if, if I haven't comprehended what what you said, comprehension or communication? Hmm. I'm just gonna comprehend what you're saying. <laughs> I I need <laughs> communication. I mean, I, I it 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 goes it flows it flows together. I'm gonna comprehend what you're saying. I'm just saying I'm gonna pick up what you're putting down. I need to get it all right. and all your gifts you get an understanding. I need it all. <laughs> I need it all, comprehension or communication. That's a good question, but they definitely go together. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? The egg, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Comprehension of or communication. Course. Communication. You learn to comprehend. You got to talk first before I can understand you. Yeah. Communication. I love that. Wow. Okay, sure. Let's do that. <laughs> all right. That's all I well, yeah, let's do that. 
Okay. If you just sure. happen to be tuning in, you're, you're a little late. Uh, um, but I do thank you, you know. You are live right here on Indie Fire with Nakia and Susie. Again, I, I hope everything is all right with our guests for this evening. Um, nevertheless, right. sure well, you well, it was. I'm, I'm, I hope everything okay. Yeah, because, yeah, people usually check in. Hope y'all all right, whoever it was. I didn't get to see who the guest was supposed to have been today. My bad. Yeah, you slipping. You slipping. So make sure that I you am. come right back here, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday the 9th. Uh, we will have Dream Wake Work Publishing author J.A. Butler here. She'll be here. And then on Tuesday, um, we have rapper and songwriter, it's either Rajon or it's Reagan. We're going to figure it out. Um, but uh, <laughs> she will be here on next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you can't make them all, please do not miss them all. Susie, thank you so much for just uh, stepping in. Because you know me, I would have been over here talking to myself about the craziest stuff. You know I'm used, to, I'm used to talking to myself all the time. So I get it. <laughs> I do want to say this. Um, the Isley Brothers, Outkast, and the Neptunes have been nominated for Songwriters Hall of Fame. And I don't know why this was funny, but I saw, like, a lot of people, they were laughing. Like, I I don't know. Like, out of all of them, why why would you be laughing? I don't know. But hip-hop and R&B are once again um, represented in the nominees for Songwriters Hall of Fame. Again, the Isley Brothers. Um, the Outcasts and the Neptunes among um, are among the 24 nominees. Let's see. Also, we all know none of those people. We all know none of those people either. But the induction and awards gala will occur in New York City on June the 11th, 2020. Uh, so uh, best of luck. Best of luck to them. And congratulations. Um, oh, I see it. Kiwan Fitch Webster. I love a motivational figure come on the show. Yeah, I know you do. I'm, That's why I wanted to be here so, tonight. So transparent, my had, The last guest that we had, you know, you you took over that interview, and um, she was she was a motivational speaker and a life coach, and so yeah. All right. I hope all is well. J. A. Butler on the night, huh? J.A. Butler on the ninth. Dream Wake Work publishing um, published author J.A. Butler. And that's Saturday, guys. And remember, Saturday shows start at 7 p.m., not 6.30. So if you get here at 6.30, you're going to be here by yourself because we won't be here. All right? <laughs> at all. So until Saturday, okay, let me leave you with a quote. Let me leave you with a quote. Here we go. Music is the language of the spirit. It opens the secret of life, bringing peace and abolishing strife. That is Khalil Gibran. I probably have said that quote like seven times this year. It's all right. Remember it. We're going to have a test on it next month. So remember the quote right there. All right? It's going to be a Christmas. You know, it's going to be part of our Christmas giveaway. So you better remember that quote right there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Big things are coming for the holidays. Uh, I'm super excited. We will have a huge giveaway, like a $300 giveaway um, in the first week of December. Uh, so I'm excited to be a part of that. 
And hopefully, the mm-hmm. guest that we have on the 16th, Sean Wilson, with Coco Vita Coquito. Hopefully, we'll be able to collaborate with him and um, get him in our Thanksgiving giveaway. All right? I'm excited. I'm excited. So until Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Susie, have a good night. All right. Peace.